Good afternoon, Rap Stars. It's your host, Romeo Santos, along with co-host Kenny Fulton. How are you today, Kenny? I'm doing good, brother. How are you doing? I'm doing really good, man. I'm really, really excited. I'm loving this real estate market, and I'm loving to see the little bit of changes that we're starting to see slowly but surely. So today, we are going to do a state of the market for the Maryland, D.C. region. All right? All right, let's do it. All right, very good. So, guys... This is technical. It's not going to be a lot of fun yet. Agents, this is the type of stuff you got to know. And home buyers and home sellers, very important for you to know as well. Okay. So I'm going to give you a bunch of numbers and a bunch of statistics and I'll try to go slow, but I get really jazzed about this. So Kenny will help to slow me down if I get a little bit crazy. Fair? Deal. All right. Very good. All right. So we're going to go macro and then bring it in micro as we go okay so first and foremost i'm going to start with the entire state of maryland okay so these statistics are from the national uh, sorry from the maryland association of realtors for june 2021 okay so i'm going to break down these statistics and then we'll talk about what that means to you as an agent or as a consumer all right so in maryland the entire state not including dc for june 2021 over 2020 the number of units that actually sold last month is up 24.2%. That is huge. Now, granted, last year, this time, we were still a bit on lockdown and there wasn't quite as much inventory. People weren't out quite as much. However, people were still out there buying. So we have sold in the month of June in, um, in, in, in Maryland only 10,790 units versus eight. 1,686 homes. So what that means for buyers out there and sellers out there is that more people have transacted, right? Are you right. starting to feel that, Kenny? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we had a, we had a pretty big June ourselves. So we did. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. We had, we had a huge June. We, we, we were very fortunate. We helped a lot of families. Okay. Average sales price. So sellers, sellers, you're going to love this one. Agents, you too, means a lot for your pocket. Um, the, the, the average sales price, the average sales price, this is crazy, okay? In one year, from June 20 to June 2021, the average sales price is up 17.4%. Wow. Let's put that in numbers. Kenny, how much is that per $100,000? $17,000. You like how I gave it to him easy for the first <laughs> one, folks? All right. How about at our average sales price, which is at about $500,000? Probably about sixty-five. Yeah. I mean, it's huge. That's huge. That's a ton of money from one year to the next and the median sales price the median sales price means everybody half of the home sold for less and half of the home sold for more the median sales price is up 13.6 percent that's typically what housing statistic folks really look at is the median not the average i don't know why average to me seems to be a bit more important but the median seems to be about where that split is it is now $375,000, whereas last year was $330,000. So those are, those are huge numbers, massive changes. I've been licensed since 2000. And the last time I saw changes like this were back in the 2006, seven market before everything went, went, went berserk and crashed. Thankfully, we do not have those issues now. Okay. All right. Now let's talk about the pending units. Okay. This is interesting. Now, the closed units in June, year over year, is up 24%. However, the pending units year over year are separated by 605 units. 
10,699 versus 10,094. That is interesting. Yeah. Okay. Now, the reason I say that's interesting is because we had a big month in June closings. But where did June closings come from, Kenny? Uh, June closings came from late May. Yeah, April, May, late April, May contracts, right? They closed in June. Well, if in June, the pending contracts go back and almost match the year before, the way I'm reading this is that we're starting to see a leveling out. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's what I'm seeing. Now, with that said, 2021 is still massively more, um, more, more advantageous to everybody involved. Mm-hmm. Well, sorry, not buyers. Sorry, buyers, not you guys yet. Okay. Well, well bar- buyers as well, because rates are still super low. Well, correct. Rates are back down under 3% right now, which is bananas. Okay. So in 2021, the active inventory for the month of June was 8,550. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In 2020, buyers are going to cringe. Um, 15,558. Wow. Double. Well, not double, not double, almost double. That's huge. I mean, we literally have half of the amount of inventory that we had last year. So it is certainly still a seller's market. I'm starting to hear things. You probably are too, right, Kenny? Where people are starting to post things in in our industry. Seller's market is over. And I'm like, "Eh, not so fast. Not so fast. However, in certain markets, we are starting to see things level off, right? Right. Okay. All right. So I'm going to continue to bore everybody. Months of inventory for 2021 is one month of inventory, okay? They round up or down, okay? (coughs) Actually, no, they don't. They left it right on. That's for the entire state of Maryland. I apologize. In 2020, it was 2.2 months of inventory. Again, more than double, more than double the amounts of inventory. Now, the way that the months of inventory work out there, everybody, is that if you stopped listing any houses whatsoever, and if you sold X amount of houses this month, how many months would it take you selling that same amount of houses to sell out of all of your inventory? Right now, it's one month. You'd be all out of inventory. Last year, it was two months, 2.2 months to be exact, okay? Also in 2021 versus 2020, the median days on the market is six versus 14 days. Now, 14 days is still great. So last year, it was still great. I mean, last year we were still selling. However, what I can tell you was a little bit different last year for me personally than it was this year is that last year, every single person that showed my house, it was very important for me to get feedback so that I could make sure that I was on track and I could update my clients. Not that I don't care if I get feedback this year. (laughs) However, I kind of don't care because I know in seven days it's going to be under contract, right? Yeah. Although now that I see this, I'm like, all right, maybe I need to start getting back to it. Okay. All right. Now here is the kicker, ladies and gentlemen, the number of new listings for the month of June in 2021 was 12,668 in June of 2020, it was 10,284. Wow. This is the first time we've seen a surplus above the previous year in 2021. So mm-hmm. that is huge. That is a, if I do the math in my head, it's almost the same as the unit sold from 2021 to 2020. It is a 24% increase. Right. 
Okay. Yeah. Now let, let, let's kind of back this up a little bit. Okay. So how many units went pending in, in, in June? Do you remember of this year, uh, of this month? Was it 8,000 something? The, the, the close 10,699. Sorry. I know you're not looking at it. Everybody, Kenny's not looking at it. Okay. <laughs> so the number of units that went pending in June was 10,699. Okay. Almost a hundred less than, than what closed. However, in the same month of June this, this year, we actually had 12,668 list. Mm -hmm. Again, about a 24% increase. Okay. Yeah. So it's starting to tell a story. Okay. Now give us some examples, Kenny, of how you're starting to feel this in your own business. Okay. So uh, the, the main thing is um, uh, people who are looking to sell. So the people that we are engaging, let's say in December, you know, November, and we're like, mm -hmm. look, you're going to get on the market by March. Like yeah. that's going to be the best time to jump out there. And people are fighting, you know, we're talking 50, 65,000, you know, over asking yeah. and, you know, you know, getting a dozen offers on every listing, probably within like the first three or four days of being on the market and yeah. also having the only house for sale in the neighborhood. That's oh, really yeah. the key thing. And what you're seeing now is by the time we get on the market, we have some people have been thinking about it and now they're really ready and like, okay, you know, I'm ready to get out there. I finally got my stuff packed up. The house feels perfect. And then you're seeing that their neighbor is also listing. Yep. And depending on where their neighbor lists at, that could impact where they're going to have to list. And so now we're starting to see that we have to be more aggressive on the listing side and coming in a little bit lower than we would have been able to come out just, you know, 60, 90 days ago. Absolutely. So number, number two is uh, prepping the houses. So people were pretty much taking anything before. All of so our true. offers were as is. Um, and then we had a lot with as is, you know, um, uh, with inspection, without the right to terminate, or even as is, no inspection. Right. Uh, now the buyers are saying, you know what, if I'm going to pay this amount of money, you know, I want the house, you know, to meet these minimums, right? So 100%. now they're coming through with the inspections and in their offers and they're asking for the sellers to fix some items. So mm -hmm. um, now buyers and a lot of them uh, um, um, are, are frustrated. So yep. like, you know what, you know, a lot of the buyers who like, this isn't the time for me, they've kind of started to fall off. Now we're starting to engage a lot more serious buyers out there who know what they want. Um, they're not going to take, you know, houses that have like severe defects or anything like mm -hmm. that. And uh, they're just getting a little bit more, more demanding for it, for the dollar and rightfully so. Yeah, I agree. Great points. Awesome. Thank you, Kenny. Okay. We're going to, we're going to narrow it down a little bit. Okay. Because our business primarily focuses in Anne Arundel County, Baltimore City, Baltimore uh, County, uh, Howard County, Carroll County, Frederick County, Montgomery County, Prince George's County, and Washington, D.C. So it's not all of Maryland. And also, of course, we have D.C. in there. And also, we're starting to do more business in Virginia, but we're going to leave that out for the purposes of this show. So I'm going to give the numbers to you quickly, okay? In May, the number of houses listed was 10,571, just in that area, Okay. In June, the number of houses listed, 11,286. Are we seeing a pattern? Yeah. And is it going north or south? South. Well, the inventory is going north. Okay, I'm, I missed that. <laughs> the inventory is going north. <laughs> All right. I'm, so, I'm referring to the market is going yes, south. Yes, the market is south. going south. The inventory is going north. Correct, yeah. correct, correct. We were talking about two different things, ladies and gentlemen. All right. So... Now, the, the, the interesting thing is between the two months, the months of inventory has remained the same in this market, about 1.2 months worth of inventory, okay? The units sold 
in May were 8,144. The units sold in June, 9,366. Okay. Now, interesting point here. We had, okay, so let me just point this out. 10,571. And then the, that was the listings in May. The listings in June, 11,286. So that's about 700. Okay. Only 700. However, sold, you had 8,148 versus 9,366 over a thousand. So actually more houses sold. Now that may seem to some people like, oh, okay, well, that's great. That still means the seller's market. And of course it does. However, the fact that more houses have sold in June than they sold in May and the, and the number of listings that came on are less actually shows us that houses are going under contract a little bit easier, right? Like people are ready, they're going. And so you're starting to see some, some numbers there that are starting to show you. In, in, in May, um, also the days on market, 17 days on market, 15 days in, in, in June. All right. still very strong indicators for a seller's market, okay? Yet here's where things start to get a little bit slightly different, right? We got to get all the information for people to really understand. In May, the cumulative average list price to sales price was 102.27. So meaning that for every $100,000 that somebody listed their house for, they got $102,027 or $102,227, whatever that might be, okay? But 102.27% of that 100, okay? Now in June, it's not huge, but it is a difference, 102.11, okay? So we're down about a 15th of a point Right. in the amount. Okay. Now that is certainly interesting. Okay. Yet it's not groundbreaking. However, here's another stat that might make people start to go, uh Oh, all right. So in May, there were 446 houses that went more than 31 days before they, before they went under contract. Okay. What do you think where, where do you think plus or minus hundred percent did those houses actually sell for the list price versus the actual sold price? I'd say at least 5% less than the list price. They on average sold at 96.53% in May. Okay. 446 of them in June. So you're very close. Very good. Kenny in June, 541, a hundred more houses, almost 96.15%. Mm, so wow. we're seeing those numbers go up and the percentage come down even more. So here's a really good thing that we're starting. Not a good thing here. Here's something that we're starting to see. And, and I think you can agree with this and tell me if you think I'm wrong. Are we starting to see more people come right out of the gate a lot more aggressive than where they were a month or two months ago? Get meaning their price being much higher than maybe where it should be. Are we seeing, uh, you come out the list, the listings, are we seeing? More yeah. Listings. Are we seeing listings come out a lot more aggressive, higher price than where they were before aggressive, lower price? No. Okay. I'd say people are coming on the market price lower than they would have been in March. Okay. All right. Well, very that's good. What we're doing. 
Yeah, that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. However, I think what we're starting to see a little bit out there is that you're seeing people. Li- All right. So let's say that. I see what you're saying. People let's say the caught, house sold for yeah. 550, the yeah. last one in your neighborhood. And you go, yeah. but I want 570 because I know I'm going to get that yeah. anyways. You're starting yeah. to see agents say, I'm desperate for a listing. Okay, I'll do it. Right. I'll list it at 570. And guess what? Those 570s, when the last house sold at 550, those are your 31 plus days on the market because mm-hmm. people are going, whoa, they're already way above and they're going to expect multiple offers. I'm mm-hmm. not even going to write an offer. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah I agree so, with that. So, so you're starting to see people kind of hurt themselves, right? Now, yeah. you, you said something earlier that I think is a really, really important part. We kept telling everybody, try to get on by March, try to get on by March, try to get on by March. Do you think that we were the only agents out there that were trying to encourage people to list their house and capitalize on the market? No, no, not at all. It was probably all agents for the most part, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And sellers for the most part were somewhat resistant, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they were also thinking about, well, where am I going to go? Exactly. You know? I mean, you know, why they were resistant, neither here nor there necessarily, but they were a lot more resistant. Now we're starting to see sellers come on the market. And now what we're starting to see is what I think I just described, where they've been getting bombarded by agents. And finally, they go, you know what, fine, I'll sell my house, but I want this much. Mm-hmm. And agents right. being so desperate, say, fine, I'll take your listing, because they don't care if they have to reduce the price. So don't be that agent out there, ladies and gentlemen, disappoint them versus letting them down, right? Let, disappoint them up front. Don't let them down, down the road. Okay. If you know that they're being unrealistic with their price, let them know, be honest with them. Don't let them turn into a statistic of 96% of the list to sales price versus pricing it right and being at 103%. Yeah, absolutely. Right? absolutely. All right. All right. So, I mean, I, I think there's, I think there's gold in here. There's, there's just crazy gold. Now here, here's one in the, in the whole MLS that when you and I read this stat, we both went, what? In the last seven days, seven, ladies and gentlemen, seven days, between new coming soons and newly active listings, just in the last seven days, there's a total of 10,618 new listings, active and under contract. Wow. 2102 coming soon and 8516 newly active. Yeah. Now, I don't know what that's going to say for the entire month because we can't see the entire month yet. However, something tells me we're going to see numbers of listings go up even higher. Would you agree? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, it's a, it's a big ship and, you know, we've been monitoring these incremental changes that are showing that the market's definitely shifting. It doesn't happen overnight. Yep. Uh, so I agree hundred percent. And I don't think there's also a coincidence that rates have took a drop right at that same point as the right. market started to slow down. So I think the experts are seeing that they have to stimulate, you know, the economy a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, make these houses as affordable as possible so they can, help to keep prices up higher, but inevitably, you know, this ship is slowing down or at least a correction. Yeah. And, and, and my prediction for, with our team, everybody out there has been that by October, November, we were going to start to see things leveling out. I, I stated that probably by August, we would start to see it. And that by October, November, we would see them pretty much level. Okay. Mm -hmm. Back to a level playing field. I'm certainly not a genius. I just read the data, but it looks like, looks like I might be onto something. Yeah. Right. And it looks like we might be onto something over here at Red Anchor Properties because we do just that. We study the data. We make sure that we know. All right. Now 
Now, I, I hate to quote other companies um, other than ours, EXP Realty and Red Anchor Properties. However, this is a massive data company and we're going to wrap it up with this and then we'll, we'll probably chat just a little bit more, but we're going to wrap up the boring stats that I'm giving you. And, and hopefully nobody has fallen asleep while driving down the road. Okay. All right. So the last thing that we have here is an article from Inman and it's an article and here, here's the headline bidding wars begin to cool as more home inventory comes online. Uh, duh, of course that's going to happen because there's more choices, okay? It says buyer fatigue and growing home inventory may have contributed to a reduction in bidding wars in June, according to Redfin, okay? Again, I hate to quote other people, but Redfin is a massive technology company, so we got to give them some credit here. It says here that the Seattle-based Redfin said 65% of its agents' home offers, so 65% of its listings, faced competition last month in June, which is down from 72% in May. Wow. I mean, 7%, right? So mm -hmm. now it's not saying that the prices went down. It's not saying any of that. It's literally saying that 7% of the market saw a reduction in multiple offers at right. all. Right. At all. Yeah. That is huge. Yeah. I mean, listen, I can tell a personal story just from one of our recent listings where, you know, we priced it right at what the last house sold for, which is kind of our, our, our thing. We want to make sure that we're staying at the market. We're not trying to drive the market. We let the market drive the market. And we did, we got an offer. We listed it at 305 and we got a mark and we got an offer for $330,000. Great except that the offer wasn't going to guarantee any price over and above any appraisal shortfall. So the offer really was whatever the appraisal was. Okay. We ended up taking another offer that was a little bit higher that also was not guaranteeing any amount over and above the appraised value, but we went to negotiate hardcore because I knew there was a chance that the appraisal may not come in and we were able to get them to come up $7,000 out of pocket. Well, guess what? The house appraised at $305,000 but they had wow. a guarantee of $7,000. So now they are the highest sale in the neighborhood because of that additional effort to make sure that we got them some cash over and above out of pocket. And it wasn't easy, ladies and gentlemen. You know why? Because I didn't have 12 offers to, to go back to. I had right. three. I had three. Yeah. Okay. This was a mid 300. This was a low $300,000 um, price point townhouse that was only a seven-year-old home. We're not talking about like some dog out there. So we are certainly starting to feel the effects more so in some areas than others. Right. Right. Yeah, All right. Absolutely. So Kenny, what, what else do you have to share if anything? Uh, you know, it's the main, the main thing is just to keep your eye on the market, know which direction things are moving in so you can better prepare yourself, your clients. If you're out there and you're a buyer, this should be optimistic as well. Um, I have a lot of buyers who have been looking to move into particular communities and as soon as the house comes on, it's gone. Yeah. So now we're starting to see that some of these communities, the buyer, the list, the sellers are coming on the market and they have more options or instead of them bidding against 15 other people, now they're just bidding against three. And, and most of the time we're going to win, you know, cause we know how to put it together a, a, a great offer. 
Um, so, you know, this should, should be optimistic for buyers out there, for sellers. Um, this should be, um, uh, it, it, it might tell you the truth of where you stand right now, or maybe, you know, where the direction things are going. So if a stock was on its way down, you know, it doesn't mean that you don't sell it. It just means that, you know, there should be some urgency in when you sell. So now it's still a great time to sell. Uh, the fall is obviously going to be a less optimal time to sell. So yeah. don't feel like you missed anything, uh, but try to take advantage of what the market is still continuing to give us now. Yeah, hundred percent. And you know, there's another thing that I think people really need to think about if they're selling a house. Okay. Um, if you're thinking about selling your house and you just want to throw it on the market as is, mm -hmm. uh, you better price it very aggressively in the low side so that you can generate multiple offers and let the market do its work yet be prepared to do some, some work to it because you're probably not going to get off scot free. So our recommendation would be do your carpet, do your paint, do your flooring, do those little things, do your landscaping, get your HVAC service. So at least it's service, get your roof tuned up, whatever it might be, and then put your house on the market. So spend a few bucks. It's going to go a long way given that we're starting to see a little bit of a turn. I showed four houses last night to a very well-qualified couple that literally like three of them, and they now have the opportunity to write on three offers. The month before, because I've been working with them for two months trying to find them a house after we already sold their house for $55,000 over ask price, um, it was one house a week that we were able to get into. Right, yep. I showed them four last night. Yep. That is a massive difference in just one month. Yeah. Big time. All right. Cool. All right. Rap stars. I hope this was helpful. Agents go out there and be powerful. Make sure that you do a good job for your clients and consumers. If you have any further questions, please let us know. Kenny, where can everybody find you? On Instagram at Realtor Kenny Fulton. Text me 443-763-0958. And on Facebook at Kenny Fulton. All right. Very good. And I am on Instagram at Realtor Romeo Santos. I am also at Red Anchor Properties on both Instagram and also on um, Facebook. And of course, call me 240-401-8023 or email me at Romeo at RedAnchorProperties.com. And just to put a stamp on everything, ladies and gentlemen, I just opened up NerdWallet.com. Accurate as of 7-16-2021, 30-year fixed rate. 2.759. Crazy. It's amazing. Give us a call, buyers. We'll help you get in. <laughs> All right, everybody. Have a great day. All right. Peace. Peace.